Hi, it's Dr. Iomi Day here, and welcome to Master Plan Marriage, where we focus on the master and his plans for all marriages, mine and yours included. Let's get to it. Today's episode is titled, Too Legit to Quit. Now, I'm being a little funny here, but it's serious. As believers, we are legitimate sons and daughters of the Most High God, and we're called to a higher purpose. As believers, our marriages are legitimate and are called to a higher purpose. There is no quitting. Today, guys, we're talking about divorce. Now, this is a tough subject. There are lots and thoughts, lots of thoughts and feelings behind it, and I want to proceed carefully. I want you to know that I get it. Some of my nearest and dearest have experienced divorce, and it's not a pleasant experience. But with that said, I want to call out to believers. I'm talking to believers. John chapter 1 verse 12 says, To all, but to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. So I'm talking to the believer here, the child of God. As a believer, we have to focus on the truth. We have to put aside emotion, thoughts, opinions, and really look to what the Bible has to say. What does God, our creator, has to have, have to say? Let's be clear because God is very clear. Like y'all, there is no gray area in this matter. And so God is clear. We need to be clear on this matter. And whatever questions that we may have, let's be willing to go to the Father with all humility and ask for guidance and for clarity, further clarity. Let's learn this truth, relearn this truth, hold it to our dear to our hearts and stand firm in it. And then as as we go through this today and talk about what God actually has to say about divorce. I want us at the end of the day to put it out of our minds. <laughs> what I mean is put put the idea of divorce out of your mind. Whether you are currently in a marriage, whether you are courting, whether you are desiring um, as a single man or woman to be in a marriage. Learn the truth about divorce and then take it out of your mind. Don't entertain it. It's not even an option. It's nowhere near the table. I hope that makes sense. And I'll, I'll probably get into that a little bit later. But first, I want to start with where I always love to start with, the Bible. And what does God have to say about divorce? And Jesus actually teaches on divorce. And we can find that in Matthew chapter 19, verses 1 to 12. Let's read. Now, when Jesus had finished these sayings, he went away from Galilee and entered the region of Judea beyond the Jordan. And large crowds followed him, and he healed them there. 
And Pharisees came up to him and tested him by asking, Is it lawful to divorce one's wife for any cause? He answered, Have you not read that he who created them from the beginning made them male and female and said, Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh? So they are no longer two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let no man separate. They said to him, Why then did Moses command one to give a certificate of divorce and to send her away? He said to them, Because of your hardness of heart, Moses allowed you to divorce your wives. But from the beginning it was not so. And I say to you, whoever divorces his wife, except for sexual immorality, and marries another, commits adultery. The disciples said to him, If such is the case of a man with his wife, it is better not to marry. But he said to them, Not everyone can receive this saying, but only those to whom it is given. For there are eunuchs who have been so from birth, and there are eunuchs who have been made eunuchs by men, and there are eunuchs who have made themselves eunuchs for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. Let the one who is able to receive this receive it. I just also want to add that um, Mark in Mark chapter 10 verses 1 to 12, there's another account of this same discussion that Jesus is having. But Mark chapter 10 verse 12 includes that um, if the woman divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. So I just wanted to throw that in that it's not just if the man divorces if, if the husband divorces his wife and marries another, he commits adultery. But the same applies that if a woman divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. So all that to say is that we see very plainly here that God affirms marriage. God does not affirm divorce. And it's the truth, y'all. It's not me. It's not my opinion. It's what the word of God says, and he says it to us. Because of their hardness of heart, that's the only reason why Moses allowed divorce, but from the beginning. And that brings me back to the idea, the the truth. When you look at Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, what does it say? It says, in the beginning, God. Like, just stop right there. In the beginning, God. It doesn't say in the beginning, man. Who was there from the beginning? God. Moses wasn't there from the beginning. God was. No man, no woman, God was. In the beginning, God. In the beginning, God. And he created marriage. And how I always say, he, is, he alone gets to speak on it. And he is saying that he joined man and woman and the two become one flesh so divorce is 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 separating from one's own flesh that's not of god that's not what god has um, designed marriages to result in 
And what therefore God has joined together, let no man separate. That man includes the the husband and the wife themselves. They themselves are not to separate what God has joined together. Okay, so let's, I want to go ahead and address some of the yeah, but what ifs. Because there's a lot out there used to justify divorce. Yeah, but what ifs, right? You hear that, well, yeah, but what if my spouse is an unbeliever? I mean, when we when we first got married, he said he believed. She said she believed. But then off over time, they stopped going to church. They stopped reading the Bible, stopped praying. Or I came to realize they were never a believer to begin with. Yeah, but what if? Yeah, but what if we've grown apart? There's no more feelings there. We've fallen out of love with each other, or at least I've fallen out of love with him. Yeah, but what if we are empty nesters now? You know, the kids have gone, and I don't recognize this man that I used to know. He's a stranger to me. Or the children was the only reason why I chose to stay. Yeah, but what if, you know, we're constantly arguing and we're just not getting along? We can't see eye to eye. You know, but yeah, yeah, but what if, what about me? I deserve to be happy, right? I deserve to be with someone who loves me, someone who cares for me, someone who's going to treat me right. Yeah, but I, I made a mistake and now I know better. Yeah, you know, I wasn't a believer back then, but now I'm a believer and I see that this is not the person that I should be with. Yeah, but what if, you know, this person is not my soulmate? I found my soulmate. And what about the, yeah, but what if my spouse is abusive physically, emotionally, mentally, any or all of the above? Now that's tough. That's a tough, yeah, but what if? And let me just say, with that last one, I don't believe that God would say that you should stay in a place of danger when your life is in danger. Still, hear me though, still, even in all of these different scenarios and any other ones you've heard or have experienced, it does not change how God feels about divorce. It doesn't make him hate it any less. Hear me. God is very clear. He does not waver. We deal with an unchanging God. And there's nothing new under the sun. So what he said then, it it applies now, no matter what. Let me read Malachi chapter 2, verses 13 to 16. So we can hear the heart of God. It reads, and this is the second thing you do. You cover the altar of the Lord with tears, with weeping and crying. So he does not regard the offering anymore, nor receive it with goodwill from your hands. Yet you say, for what reason? Because the Lord has been witness between you and the wife of your youth, with whom you have dealt treacherously. 
yet she is your companion and your wife by covenant. But did he not make them one, having a remnant of the spirit? And why one? He seeks godly offspring. Therefore, take heed to your spirit and let none deal treacherously with the wife of his youth. For the Lord God of Israel says that he hates divorce, for it covers one's garment with violence, says the Lord of hosts. Therefore, take heed to your spirit that you do not deal treacherously. God hates divorce. He says it covers one's garment with violence. He hates the idea of of a man dealing treacherously with his wife. Yet he still hates divorce. It's a strong sentiment that God is sharing here. So even if we don't, even though we don't agree, we might justify things. Know that God's stance stays the same. But let me let me make sure I say this again or I make this point clear, right? Like just because we as believers don't believe in divorce, it does not mean we support. I'll speak for myself. It doesn't mean that I support staying in a marriage that is abusive. Like I said, no one should be place themselves or remain in a situation where their own lives are in danger. God gives us brains and we are to use wisdom in all situations. Right? So it's not to say that you're to stay in that situation. But what I am saying is that no matter what, God's stance remains the same. And he affirms marriages and he does not affirm divorce. He, in fact, hates divorce. So now you may be saying, what then? If not divorce, what then? And I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you as believer, believer to believer. Because of your love for God. Because of your submission to God, your understanding of what the Lord has done for you. What the Lord has done for me. We were dead, y'all. We were dead, gone, done, like gone, gone, dead, dead (laughs) to our sins. It's not that we were, I like to say, it's not that we were um, drowning in the water or struggling in the water. And God, through Jesus, tosses us a um, lifesaver and rescues us. Y'all, it's that we were dead. You done drowned right? You were dead and God through Jesus resuscitated you, brought you back to life. That life you now live is not yours. It does not belong to you. It belongs to the Lord God Almighty. It's like you buy a car, right? You own that car. You bought that car with your own hard-earned money. That car doesn't one day say, well, I got somewhere to go. (laughs) I'm leaving. Right? (laughs) That wouldn't make sense. A car wouldn't just go get up and, and go. You bought that car. In the same way, you've been purchased. I've been purchased by the blood of the Lamb of God. And so my life is not my own. 
I don't live by my rules. It doesn't matter what I think or how I feel. I surrender myself to a holy God and he leads and guides me. And so shall it, so should it be for all believers. And so if we have that mindset, our love for God, he dictates what we do. He leads us. And if he's told us that no man should separate what he's joined together, those are heavy words. And what we, words that we ought to apply to, ought to submit to. And so divorce needs to be taken off the table. I challenge you to take divorce off the table and work through the differences. Ask yourself. This is a self-reflection moment, right? Not looking at your spouse, but looking at yourself. How serious about how serious are you about your love for God? How serious are you about getting about God getting the glory from your life? Are you in it for whatever it takes? And that goes back to the trials and tribulations when they come, when they come. How serious about are you about God getting the glory of, out of your life no matter what? Through the suffering, through the unexpected trials. And if you are in it for whatever it takes, then be willing. Be willing to forgive. Be willing to have conversation, communicate. Be willing to do whatever it takes. And so I'm talking to different camps here, right? I'm talking to people who are in marriages that are doing well. Be willing to take take the necessary precautions to safeguard your marriage, right? And we've, we've spoken a lot about different ways that we can do that and communication and respect and being lifelong learners of one another. Those who are on rocky, shaky ground right now, be willing to fight it out. Fight it out, knowing that you're not fighting your spouse, you're fighting an enemy who wants to see your marriage um, not succeed, see your, see your marriage fail because he doesn't want God to get the glory, right? And even to those who already put divorce on the table, it's being spoken about this very moment. Wherever you are in this continuum, I'm challenging you. I'm challenging you and I'm saying that don't make divorce the the only option. The option, period. But to think outside, think outside of it having to be divorce having to be it get out of the situation you don't have to stay in the situation what i mean by that is that you can separate you can separate for a period of time you can set boundaries with the, with your spouse you don't have to take what's been dished out to you you can seek outside help You know, the Bible talks about if there's an ought between you and your brother, and we spoke about how our spouses are our brothers and sisters in Christ. Like, if there's an out, an ought, excuse me, an argument between a difficulty, uh, an impasse between two, that you bring in another person. So you guys bring in a trusted individual, someone from the church. Seek counseling of some sort. I recommend biblical counseling because at least you know that they're standing firm on the truth of God. But seek that outside help. 
Don't give up. Take divorce off the table. Take your mind from there. And do whatever it takes. Do whatever it takes. Knowing that you have... You have God who is on your side because he wants your marriage to thrive. And let me say, even if... You didn't start as a believer. You didn't get married as a believer. But because of where you are now, because you have given your life to Christ, because you have surrendered yourself, you belong to him. And he sees and he knows and he cares. And your heart is for him. Your heart is for God. He's with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Amen. 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 You know, a question came to me um, and it said it was, how can you foolproof your marriage from divorce? You know, I, I like the idea. I like the thought behind this that, you know, this individual doesn't want to entertain divorce, um, but is looking for a way to foolproof their marriage. But what I will say is that my first thought was, Can anyone really divorce-proof a marriage? I don't think so. I think the only, it's only by the grace of God that a marriage even survives, um, let alone thrives. It's only God's doing, you know? So with that, I would also say that having the mindset that you can foolproof, um, that you can somehow ensure divorce doesn't happen, uh, would be trying to operate in your own strength. And we can't do that. We can only lean on God um, and his strength. You know, in the Bible it says, in our weaknesses, um, he is made perfect um, because he, he's the strong one. So we don't, we don't have to um, try to, to figure out the, the foolproof way, right? But what we can do, what we can do is focus on equipping ourselves uh, to, to have marriages that thrive, to steward our marriages well. God has placed us in a position to be married and let's do it that well. Let's, let's do that well. You know, that reminds me of, of what I was reading in Matthew um, earlier when Jesus is speaking. He talks about the eunuch. Like the point being, you don't have to get married, right? You didn't have to be, get married. You chose to. And so you chose to enter into a covenant with your spouse and with God. And so let's honor that. Okay, and so while you're in it, how can you equip yourselves to give God the glory, give God the utmost glory? And that really means keeping him at the center of it all, Um, letting him have the authority, letting him have the final say on your marriage. We talk about abiding in God, right? Um, Leaning on him, depending on him, leaning not onto your own understanding, but all things depend on him um, for, for, for everything, right? And then communicating, respecting one another, being lifelong learners of your spouse, all of the things that um, we continue to speak about here. Just having these things in mind 
But, you know, one thing I want to say is don't carry your your marriage around like it's a burden. You know, don't live in the, oh, I have to do this for my husband. I have to do this for my wife. But more like I get to. I get to do these things. I get to glorify my creator by the way I interact with my um, with my husband or with my wife. I get to be like Jesus. Um you know, and, and, and then also knowing that your marriage was made for more. It's really not about you and your husband. It's not about you and your wife. It's about God. It's always been about God, right? In the beginning, God. <laughs> so it's always been about him. It will always be about him. We just get an opportunity to show him off in our marriages. Um, so let's focus on on that Let's focus on being united, joining together, uh, serving the Lord together, um, living lives that glorify him together, seeking purpose for your marriage together, having the goals that are God-oriented. Um, so you're focusing on coming together, being that one flesh rather than on things that can be divisive. Man, you know, this is this is not easy conversation to have um because like I said divorce is is a touchy subject and I do feel you know just keeping it all the way real with you guys the feeling of well you've never been through divorce, you don't know what it's like, you've never um been in a situation where it was even a um you know a notion an idea for your marriage how can you speak on it and um but I I will just say you know for the for that that is true you know I divorce has never been on the table in my marriage in nine years of marriage um but the Lord. It's the Lord. It's not me. I'm just his messenger. Look, I'm just nobody just trying to tell somebody about somebody named Jesus. I got that wrong. <laughs> I'm just little nobody trying to tell anybody about somebody named Jesus. That's what it is. <laughs> and yeah, I, I, so yeah, so I don't have, I don't have experience there, but I have Jesus and I have his word and his truth remains the same. And I'm just a messenger just trying to share it and encourage you guys. Um, I know that there are a lot of hurts. I know that there is a lot of background to what leads to, um, you know, people having to face the possibility of divorce. But I'm talking to the believer, sister to sister, sister to brother that it doesn't have to be an option that you can take it off the table and I just want to pray I want to pray right now Father God I just pray for every hurt every harm that's been done I pray for healing over every single listener um, especially those who have found themselves in marriages where there's a lot of pain unresolved issues where divorce has been tossed and thrown every which way uh, 
where they're, they might be facing that the possibility of divorce even right now. Father God, I, I just know that you see, you know everything and that you care and you love them so much and you hate divorce. I pray that you would lead and guide that you would direct like only you can, that you would strengthen, that you would open eyes, that you would heal hearts, that you would soften hardened hearts, that anyone who has questions, that they could come to you and you will answer them. You would provide guidance and direction. I pray for peace. I pray for peace in the home. I pray for the hearts of husbands and wives to return back to you first and foremost and to one another. I pray your will be done at the end of the day. And I just say thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, y'all. Love you. Oh, I did want to say this. If you have any questions, if you... Um, want to reach out and speak I'm here we're here at Master Plan Marriage Ministries and you can email us at masterplanmarriage at gmail.com and I'll put it in the description box with this episode feel free to reach out we'd love to hear from you love y'all bye